Perfect. All right, we're firing right into this one, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this is going to be our fastest and loosest, and before Sawyer jib-jabs at me later, I don't mean fastest in a literal sense. I mean fastest in terms of, a, you know, we're flying by the seat of our pants here. It's a, a Johnny-come-lately, cool-hand-Luke, uh, uh, sneaky Pete-style episode here. You know what I mean? I don't, but all right. Let's do it. Let's we're, do we're, it. we're just talking NFL, NFL season. It's here. And up that alley, I got three three complaints to start this thing off with. Three three things to grind my gears, to quote Peter Griffin. Uh, Let me hear it. Let me hear it. So number one, um, I hate, and I've always hated, you knew me in high school. When I was in high school, I was like practically like a scout. Like I, I knew my football, but at the very least, like I watched my football. I broke shit down. I, you know, I bought all the magazines for the NFL draft. I'd know most players getting picked still in like the fifth round, you know? Yep. But I was always on this train, even when I was younger and my most football obsessed is I hate a, I don't know. You guys can't see, but Sawyer can. I'm like looking around over my shoulders right now. Football is back as type person when the Hall of Fame game happens. That is one of my least favorite. Because you know why? This weekend, football was back. And it was awesome. Yeah. And you know what? Every year, I think maybe I just don't like football anymore because when all these noobs are like, preseason, dude. And I'm just <laughs> always like, well, this is stupid and stinks and, and doesn't excite yeah. me. I'm always like, man, do I just not love this, this thing I once did? And then football actually comes back and I watch two games. I, will, I wouldn't personally say this, but even the person that does it for college football, I could at least understand if you're really into college football. Sure, football back when college football is back. Not for me. I'm with you on that. We're Northeastern guys. We're not, we're not bad. Yeah, I, I get it. Like, I, I don't, I want to personally say it, yeah. but. I get yeah, it. They say that, but yeah, I'm with you on the other one. I'd never complain about well, that. that. Same person says it so many different times too. Like they'll say it then for the yeah. Hall of Fame game. They'll say it college football, and then they'll say it twice. They'll say it when the first week starts, and then once more, once like a crazy game's happening in the first yeah. week, then they're like, "No, now football's back." Or, or and, and sometimes, sort of, they'll even say it when say they'll it. say it like when the Thursday games happens and when the Sunday games happen. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> Sometimes we'll say when the whole thing. And they're like, like, it, like this week. This week's a perfect example because it was a blowout on Thursday, so they set it beforehand. Mm-hmm. And then this one, the obviously the one o'clock slate games were were crazy this first week, so they definitely set it once or two more times during that. I will say though, did you see that video of Scott Hansen? Uh, the I think his name's Scott Hansen, the guy from Red Zone. When when like the Red Zone, the broadcast started for the year, he's like, guys, football. <laughs> football. I love that. Like, like I think it's got answer, right? I I I love I think so. It might have been Chris Hansen, the same as the to catch a predator. I was gonna but, say, yeah, that was 30 reasons. That, that, to catch a predator got, got busted. Yeah, for that too, right? I think so. That had to be a big day. Which one, which one's the right hands? Which one's the red zone hands, and which one's the other? Uh Chris Hansen is definitely the one who says, let's take a seat. Let's let's talk. Okay. I, Dude, that's the one I will say that's my least favorite thing about having a streaming thing is I no longer have red zone and that that sucks. Well, dude, I'll, well, before we get back on to football, let's go back to Chris Hansen. Do you know how smug you have to be to have somebody watching your interactions with a pre-caught child predator and be like, all right, man, like, come on, get it over with. Am I wrong? You ever watch the nah. predator show and you're just like, come on, dude, geez. <laughs> 
Like, there's always a point where the pedophile who should rot in hell and go to jail, and I'm as anti-pedophile as I am uh, the Nazis in World War II and present day, as I often point out. But like, dude, like, like, there's always a moment where the pedophile is like, dude, like, like, you're gonna arrest me, just arrest me. He's like, no, 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 I'm not gonna arrest you. Like, there's no one's arresting you. What are you talking about? And then the cops burst in, like, moments later to arrest him. But it's always like, that should be illegal. But man, like, you know, I don't want to be on your reality TV show. I don't know. I mean, no, like, they deserve to be out and publicly. Like, it's just like, he'll, there's always like a moment where you just like, he drags well, it out, you say. Yeah, yeah, he'll just keep being like, well, what were you thinking? Like, like you know, because there's always a weird detail. And I haven't seen that show in years. But there's always like, like, it's always like, now, now you brought the 14-year-old girl you wanted to hook up with. You brought her some Wendy's Baconators in a, in a brown paper bag. What, what was going through your mind there? You lunchtime before before fun time like it's just like dude i don't need you to like bring i don't need like a john madden like what, what's that thing with the yellow line or you know how he draws on the yeah, 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 yeah like i don't need like, scott hansen i don't need a staff. maybe we should have told, we should have been able to tell with hansen all these years because he, he wanted a lot more detail yeah he like <laughs> wait a minute that was actually a pretty you, you said you were bringing over some uh some massage oils like, let me write that down <laughs> give me the details yeah yeah um anywho do you ever see the uh, boondocks did like a uh spoof on that where they had him him meeting the bo- a booty warrior guy like the famous you ever see the booty warrior like famous youtube clip Nah, you're 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 just it was, it was a man warrior. that like was talking about it was like a veteran in a, a state prison and he was talking about the things that go on in prisons and then boondocks how do uh, you think that is that. like the prison stuff i i don't i like not every prison's like that but i'm sure there is some that it, it's but like I, I was thinking about this actually thing you think that's become like a thing where it was ne- like it happened but it wasn't that prominent and then eventually like people just went there and was like well this this happens and now they kind of like not really to, have it, to overcompensate it had, for it it had to exist first because i imagine some bozo writing a script and me and you can obviously put ourselves in that shoes and he like found out that detail and it was like Oh wow! Like the, the men are just fucking each other in the prison. Like that's yeah, that's gold. Cool. I got I gotta put that in here. Nobody that. But I just feel like I don't know. Like at a certain point, like like would you be almost let down if you if you went to prison and, and there and there wasn't that going on? In the uh, sense no, that you're like, oh, I no, I'd, I'd much, if, like, if I was finding myself going to prison earlier, I'd I'd be thrilled if I found out that rape wasn't a, a real worry, but. At the same time, I'd be like, a little let down. It wasn't as hard times as, as these guys were making out to be. Well, sorry, we're big time uh, Catch Me If You Can fans, and obviously a huge mm-hmm. part of that movie is uh, the need for prison reform in in Europe. As poor Frank yeah. Abagnale, he's getting thrown in these rat infested cells. But like, I, I, I that's where I'm hard pressed. Is I'm like, dude, we we had prison reform to get these people like air conditioning. But like we couldn't be like, hey guards, like put a stop to the rapes, like that. That part right. of the prison reform, we're like, oh, well, what are we giving these guys everything now? Like, well, it's prison. It's not supposed to be a hotel. They're supposed to to, to, to not be getting raped in there. It's like, yeah, man, uh, I, I'd I'd hope so. Oh my god, like these I don't know. I like that that this is all come off of my first of three complaints about football. Um, so I'm going to break these up. This was not a complaint, but this was an observation. Um, I know, Sawyer, that you don't have nearly as many female friends as I do. Um, <laughs> but, like, have you noticed that girls in their mid to late 20s are obsessed with, like, getting into fantasy football leagues in their, like, office and then, like, 
talking about fantasy football to like a 15 year old boy. Is that a thing? I did not know. Dude, it's you. I swear to God, it's very prevalent. <laughs> These girls in my office, like, they would they would they would do that with like uh, like March Madness and, and stuff like that. But dude, they just do fantasy, fantasy football for free, and they'll just be like, man, like. Like, oh, I started, I started uh, Saquon Barkley this weekend instead of, uh, you know, Travis Kelsey as my flex. I knew it was a good – it's like, I don't care about fantasy. I hardly care about my own fantasy teams anymore. Oh, I don't care. Like, when my – even when my guys love me that, I, I don't oh, care. Oh, my God. I Literally, I like to draft my team, then text some friends that aren't in my league, like, yeah, this is the team I drafted. Do you think this is any good? Because I don't know anymore. Like, I need somebody – like, like years ago, I would have been able to, like – give myself a, a grade on a scale of one to a hundred on each picks. Now I'm not even sure if this is good. So like, please tell me what you think, you know, I, you, me do have done that the last few years. And I, I think um, this might be the last year I ever share my fantasy team with anybody else. Cause now it is just like, I have eight different people that do it to me. And it's just the same thing where it's like, you asked me about my team. You don't give a you don't give a shit about my team, and then you're just going to tell me your team next, and it's it's just it's very. I I right. will admit, and and you know I'm a rare. You have it's fans. a little different because we've done it forever, so. It's, and it's I'll give an though. honest like, oh no, your team stinks. If I think so, <laughs> if I don't like, oh dude, that's the best part. I'm no, that's famous, you, real. <laughs> famously in a twelve man fantasy baseball league with the El disciples that that's like for like a hundred, dude. This league's like for like a hundred and twenty five or hundred and fifty dollars a person, and like they were literally like, how like what what do we thinking like 300 a person maybe this year like and then i had to be like i don't know fellas and like then i eventually was like how about 200 a person and they were like great <laughs> then some other guy steps in at the last minute is like all right everyone's only comfortable with up it to 170 and i was like oh and like meanwhile i was being put on the spot same as what they wanted uh uh but yeah but it yeah, always like, just turns in like you'll no matter how good your team is just show it to someone and then they show you their like 18 league with their family that has never played fantasy football oh yeah blowed. it's like all right i, I don't care Dude, in this in this league, this one girl texted me about uh, somebody took Daniel Jones first overall. That's uh, yes, like I don't. And it's I like don't that's care not even. Really and I, I did even, have a, a kid in my college, uh, kids like from college that took uh, Baker Mayfield in the second round. They're they're all from the Carolinas, but then uh, he just like proceeded to kept taking these weird picks, and then he, he told us like the next because everyone was shitting on him and no one he wasn't responding and he was and then he responded and just got very angry at all of us. And then we found out he was just black, a belligerent blackout drunk. I have, uh, I had a friend who recently did fantasy football for the first time ever. And they thought that like you had to pick each position in order. Like, and like, oh, like you know, they took like, like Patrick Mahomes at the beginning of, or at the end of the first round. And like, it was one of those years where it was like, all right, that's not, you know, quarterback yeah. strategy. Let's see. And then like, he went, and I think it was even worse. He went like running back, wide receiver, tight end, defense. Like I, I don't even think he doubled up first. I don't know though. Uh, <laughs> that's tough. Yeah, I, I, I know. I, I popular like thing people do too. They'll do where like they think they have to fill up the, like similar to that, maybe not in order, but they think they have to get the starting lineup in before they take anybody on the bench or anything. Uh, but I prefer someone like that to like I have someone in in one of my leagues that was doing where like he was trying to like offer just very like stereotypical advice throughout the whole, the whole draft where he's just like, you know, guys, you can keep drafting running backs and receivers. Like there's a lot of great value on the board. It's like, all right, Matthew Barry, like I, I, 
do not care. I love any time somebody, like the first time somebody drafts a defense, somebody always has to go like, uh-oh, here it comes. Yeah, right. Yeah, right, right, take it easy. That's, that's, that's what I mean. Like, All right, but uh, past us talking about how much nobody wants to hear people talk about fantasy football because like we're just talking about it at this point. <laughs> um, the second thing that I hate, and this is very universal, is like these forced like mainstream gamblers. Like, dude, I don't want to hear like, you know, uh, uh, Darren Ravel and like, like, uh, 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 like Terry Bradshaw talk to me about their, their, their picks. You know what I mean? Like, like, <laughs> just let it go. Like, like I need some guy named Steve who like at, at lives outside of the basement of a pizzeria and like has to fold more boxes when he has a bad week, you know? That's I mean? like, a, I'm my big thing on anything gambling. I don't listen to any of that stuff, but if you get the random text, like oh yeah, I love. Don't even get, you no, take I, that pick. No, forget <laughs> about this, Sawyer. Do you know what's way better than the random text is the random Twitter C. It's like whether somebody oh, retweets saw, it or have, it's in the replies. Tell me about that one, dude. There's nothing about. better than like when I'm like 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 Quay Walker got hurt for the Packers this weekend, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and and like he's like week to week right now, and like let's say I'm I'm on Wednesday, I search like Quay Walker, right? randomly you might just like like i'll search among twitter to see what any see if anybody's saying anything about it and you'll just randomly see some stranger who's like you know i've got everything on like the texans plus 11 this weekend like i know it seems crazy but this running back who they're starting had 300 yards and dragged quay walker a first rounder from george like you know what i mean i'll just be like yeah oh, like, nobody knows about that i'm taking that like like it's the be- <laughs> it almost never fails i um I saw something where it was like uh, a, a certain pitcher was on a podcast and was like, man, I, you know what? A lot of people don't like Coors Field. I actually like pitching to Coors Field. Bet the <laughs> under and on them winning that game, both hit. Nick, okay. Next oh, time he pitched to Coors Field. It's great. I'm, I'm like, telling you, if you get that random text. Too, oh, yeah. There's nothing better never than had like a, like I, Especially if it's like in the middle of college basketball season, you'll get some of the no-name conferences. It's, it's delightful. Look, I made, it's, it's not even like a close to like it'll be like a cover like they cover by like 15, I made so much right? money betting Sienna this one year they just had this zone defense <laughs> that was working for him but um look man I'm a big time I always love that conference the ride journal yeah I'm a bit well I I actually have a grudge against that con- conference because um Ryder, like I famously had undiagnosed ADD and untreated insomnia in high school. So I just never handed in any homework, but I had like really good test grades. So when college time came around, I like applied to some schools and like some of them let me in regardless. And some of them would be like, look, we really want you because you're clearly smart, but like, can't you do more? And I remember Ryder asked me to like, just go to community college for one semester and like get good grades and then transfer to Ryder. And I'm pretty sure I should have said like, look, man, like if I'm if I'm going to community college, I'm not going to Ryder afterwards. Like, <laughs> no offense. Like, what what is what do I got? Like, 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 I got no reason to go to Ryder. Like, what, Digger Phelps went there. You go there. <laughs> I don't even know who Digger Phelps is. The coach. I um, but now they also, did that. They did Iona from that conference did ruin my my streak with you of upset picks for the NCAA tournament. I had yeah. two or three in a row for you, and then that, that was they ruined it for one year. I'm trying to think of um, I did another good like gambling thing with the with the person who knows. Oh, that was it. Is I'm a famous Carmela Soprano supporter and defender, but that yeah, time that Tony is like, 
we, you know, there's this one episode that's just about how much, like, ba- how bad Tony is with money. And he's just, like, gambling and losing and, like, throwing money away and stuff. And, and then... Are you talking about the one, like, with, like to- with Tony one or the uh, the cop from, uh, or the Terminator 2 one? No, no, Captain Tony. Terminator. And Tony, okay. and, and, like, eventually... You know what I'm talking about with him, with Terminator 2 guy, and he's, uh, he has the gambling problem. Like, he sells Tony yep. the car and all. Yep. Oh, that's oh you oh the Davies Scatino bust that's one of my favorite parts of, of <laughs> all of the Sopranos. But um no, like uh Tony has this or like she's making all these losses and uh uh Carmela ends up selling the model home that that or like the, the real estate project they did and Tony's like listen here, like like Silvio, like this bartender down at the Bing's cousin is like the personal trainer for San Diego and the Chargers QBs hurt and no one knows. Like they hit it from the injury report. We got to put like half the money you just made on the house on the Jets. And she's like, absolutely not. <laughs> and then when he only won like a small bet on it, she's like, well, see, there you go. You won. And he's furious about it. It's like, <laughs> now nah, when you know, you know, like, yeah. That, I mean, I think that's why college basketball is the best. Because like, that's when you always have the chance for some kid that goes to like the fourth biggest school in Missouri to just be like, you don't understand. Like our team always beats teams. That's only yeah. really good at shooting threes. And, and, you know, that's Duke this year and you're like and they, yeah and they have like the the sprite makers are obviously incredible that's i feel like college basketball is the one where they're sometimes very very wrong where you'll have like Yo. teams are covered by 30 points like <laughs> sorry sorry not to cut you off but like this this goes completely with the conversation we just had that time when christopher gets com- promoted to captain and then his first thing is he's just got to like make the lines could you imagine how stressful <laughs> making the lines back in the day before I would be the worst at it because I just I, never, I would so... never no matter I would do all this research but I would never be able to lock it in. I just like, remember this like, scene I... where he's yelling like Oregon was supposed to cover against USC it was two touchdowns and I'm just like I could I would be so angry if I was in charge of making the lines. It, I would like. Because everybody assumes you know like something. A half point, it would be terrible. Everybody assumes that, oh, I'd be sprinkling in half points here. Or the, do you know what my problem would be? Is I think, like a salesman, I'd be like, oh, well, that's a line people will have to take. And I'll be like, well, wait a minute. That's what gotta, you got to do. Bro. Yeah, but they got to take it because it's a line. It's a sucker line. Oh, man. Right, did so. you, speaking of Ben, did you see the, the Tim Donahue thing yet? No, what's up? Uh, the, he's that like disgraced yeah, NBA yeah. ref. They did the documentary on Netflix. They put out recently. But how 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 was that? I I, I enjoyed it, but it just it's not a, not a good look for the NBA. Not a good look. Did he like just, not just the betting stuff. Like him. Just did the Kings have stuff. a chance? They talk. They discussed that whole series. I thought the worst part, like out, obviously outside the the gambling and all, was. He openly admits of how they specifically target players and teams if they have like something happen. Like they use an example where Allen Iverson got into it with a ref, and the year he was in Denver, and they were mad he didn't get suspended for long enough. So one game they just the entire game called him for palming. It's just like, <laughs> like they said they did it to the Heat one time. And Pat like, Riley um, tried to get someone. What's that? Referees and umpires are like the greatest. They take themselves <laughs> so seriously. It was a bad look for our area too because they just keep going over these like disgraced refs and a lot of them are still involved. 
and they're all from Delco. Oh, like they're yeah. just all new each other, too. Hey, you saw who coached down at the Blue Barn. Yeah. Uh, so the last thing that I hate um, about football that drives me nuts, and I feel like it's worse with football than anything else, maybe just due to the size of uh, the American media, sports media when it comes to football, but, dude, they just love these stupid narratives that they just drive into the ground over and over again, no matter what. And like, here's a totally random one that I'm just going to pick out of thin air. It's like, I don't need to hear how many yards Devontae Adams has compared to like Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs. Every that was stupid. I saw them do that first. Hey guys, we also got like a first stupid. round pick that we used on the defense. Even the announcer made him fun of that. Well, I forget who it was because I was slipping through the game. He, one of the announcers is like, are they going to do that all year? Like, is this something Dude, they're going to do the entire game? Like, Denver Seattle's on in the background. Stinking Geno Smith can't complete a pass without them being like, you know, has three more completions than, than Russell Wilson has. It's, we're, we're, did, did Denver trade for the wrong guy? It's like, no. Oh I, my think, God. I think they knew what they were like. like they oh, never learned. Like, like, this time, the week one of the NFL season is crazy every year. Every year there's like, and every year, like, oh that, my God, this is. But in that totally random scenario that I'm unbiased in investigating, like, they make it out like the Packers. A totally random team that I'm just talking about now traded Devontae Adams for like a fifth round pick. Like they were like, oh, this guy's toast. Like, no, he needed to get paid. And they were like, ah, we'd rather like refresh at the at the receiver position, get we, we got a first and a second. You know what I mean? Like, like he's a great player. So and I know you love still take a scroll. It's like, how often does that one like someone trades and then has to sign like a big receiver, big running back hitting their 30s? Like, how often does that really work out? Yeah, and like even I'm not saying know, it's it's all a disaster every time, but it's all mm-hmm. like by the end of that contract, he's he's not going to be worth that contract. Like, yeah, it's, like it's, it's not his fault either. It's just like that's how that works. Every year, contracts don't mean anything, which honestly also makes me very angry. But um, yeah, let's let's actually jump into things right now. I'm going to just pull up the the schedule here. This is the the fast and loose nature of this podcast. I'm just gonna, dude. Also, you going uh, over week one or next week? Week one. Right, yeah, I got it up too. I got it up too. I have like the uh, game casting up. Okay, maybe we'll do like a quick look at uh, maybe we'll do a quick look at next week. Uh, just like the lines or something after. Yeah, that. we can do that. So maybe we could do something like where we guess the lines every week. Uh, I can start calling you cousin Soy. It'll be great. Oh, <laughs> cousin Soy. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's cousin Soy here. Uh, the Patriots, you see, the Patriots, Patriots are really good. The seasons where like football matters, you know what I mean? Like the seasons where the Patriots aren't that good. It's because it's just sort of like one of those down years for the league. You get what I mean? All right. So we're starting on uh, Thursday night football, 31 to 10 uh, bills beat the Rams. Let me ask you this. Sawyer. So I got two things to talk about from this game. And like I said, well, this is the loose flow, baby. You you got something to talk about. You want to talk about how Matt Stafford was in the most annoying commercial of the offseason where he talked about how you take a phone and you can trade that phone uh, and you take that phone and you trade that phone for a phone that you like very much, which, by the way, that commercial actually doesn't make sense from a dialogue perspective because Matt is talking about how much you love the phone, but, like, sometimes you trade it for a phone that, like, suits you better. Matt Stafford didn't trade Detroit for Los Angeles. Matt Stafford got trade. He's the phone. He's the phone. So in this scenario, he's saying like, you know, sometimes like an iPhone four is just wrong for one person and it doesn't make any sense. But then another person's like, this is a great, no, that that actually doesn't make any sense. (laughs) 
And that little like, like, I like this, this is the second time this has been brought up on this too. Yeah, well, I hate the commercial. <laughs> and, and he says phone. No, I, I, I'm glad brought up. It's just so he could say, that's a great trade at the end. And he winks. <laughs> I'll tell you this. As a screenwriter, sometimes you get your mind wrapped around a joke and then you just force it. And it's just not worth it. And that's what happened there. It's like the with the we in the city that what's it called drove me nuts that that Trump line they had. It's, it's like, well, no oh, one mentioned yeah. Trump, so while you were bringing up Trump, it doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. I um, but so two other things that I wanted to take away from this game is number one, how crazy is it? Like, and I feel like it's way worse in football than any other sport. That just like the Super Bowl come down is so real. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where it's just like like I bet the Bills. Um, and I'm not nearly uh, as big of the football better as I used to be. I used to bet a ton every week at like a ton of games all day. Yeah. Nowadays, I pick my so spot. So that, that game was weird to me. All like all once the schedule thing, that was the one that stuck out right away where I was leaning bills. But then the line switched enough that I, I thought it almost just became like too obvious that it was going to be the bills. Yeah. So I going the other way on now it. You're right in that yeah. sense. How yeah, like I thought I loved it at when the Rams were the favorites. I, I loved the Bills that. And then when it went the other way, I was like, oh, maybe they're gonna be all right. <laughs> but that's the other thing. It's like I know you can't hack gambling. Like you can't do the nah, whole, you know, like, George like, Costanza, like, oh, I'm gonna bet the oh, I'm cold right now, I'll bet you know the opposites. At the same time, I do think the way you would make the most money gambling is if you just took the lines each week that looked too good to be true and bet the opposites. Because that's like what yeah. always hits, you know what I mean? Like like Seattle right now. You yeah, know, the, the, a lot of people like doing with the, the kind of fade the public where you can like yeah. certain sites have that thing where you can see both mm-hmm. the percentage of the, the public's bets, but then also the percentage of money. So you kind of get an idea if it's like smarter oh, the, dumb the, money. Yeah, the yeah, the smarter money is going on that, like the large sums of money are going on the other way. Mm-hmm. So I'll look at stuff like that once in a while. And that that this that game was an example where the opposite happened, where the public was right in the smart fest, where it ended up obviously not coming close to hitting with the 31-10. Now, let me ask you this. This is the other thing I took away from this game, and I touched to this earlier. I think Vaughn Miller is going to go down as like one of the greatest defensive players of all time. Yeah, and it's it's strange. Like he, he was talked about a lot early on in his career, and then he kind of like just kind of just died. Like, didn't, like, obviously, he's always been a big name, but not – not in the sense you would think of. I think Denver became a little irrelevant, and that's what hurt him. Yeah, which is fair. But even in those cases, like he's still like, I don't know. Certain players still get talked up all the time. Like, like JJ Watt was on terrible teams and still got brought up a ton. Well, you know, Sawyer, America loves a dominant white athlete, and uh, I don't even mean that <laughs> in some bleeding heart uh, political way. I just mean. You know, my favorite a- athlete when I was uh, nine years old wasn't Allen Iverson. It was Kyle Korver. You know, that's that's what happens. Uh, that's that's life. Uh, huh? And I wanted to see something about Mom Miller. I'm going to look up. This well, he's story. he's a bad example though because he had so how many white kids dress? You know, the, the famous picture of a white kid with the cornrows and the <laughs> tattoos and all. <laughs> but, uh, let's see. I I mean, I do think Von Miller. Funny enough, no, I guess it was just the one year. But I was going to say, I I felt like he tore his ACL one year and had like a torn pec one year, but it. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, there we go. He missed all of 2020, and then he played nine games in 2013. But, like, dude, this is his career. 11 and a half sacks, 18 and a half sacks, five sacks, 14 sacks, 11 sacks, 13 and a half sacks, 10 sacks, 14 and a half sacks, eight sacks, missed a whole year with injury, four and a half sacks, five sacks, two sacks. Like, he has two sacks in, in the one game is, is this year. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Good. I'm sorry. Also, last year he had nine and nine and a half sacks and none of four and a half and five one year. They split his I was gonna say that split up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he had so nine, eight, fourteen and so a what's half. What's his total? Uh 117 and a half. Jeez. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, all right. What what would you say is more likely a takeaway from that Thursday's game that the Bills are going to win the Super Bowl or that the Rams are going to be in trouble this year? Which one's more likely between those two? Yeah. Because I don't think either one of them have that happens, but so you hate more likely. You love the Rams. What's that? So you hate the Bills and you love the Rams. No, I just I think they're both going to be good this year, and I don't think the Bills end up winning it. But if between that, more likely – uh, Bills win the Super Bowl. I would say. I, I think the Rams are going to be all right. Yeah, their whole, you know, never having draft picks thing has to come back to home. Yeah, them eventually. eventually. And I don't, I don't think they're going to win it again or anything. But I just yeah. think they're still good. Like I, I think sometimes a little bit and I'll get. I think sometimes yeah, they had games last year where they looked terrible. I use the Eagles team that won the Super Bowl as a prime example of this. Is like sometimes, man, the team catches fire and like players play out of their level and like you just like like i remember man that eagles secondary during that super bowl year was like chewing gum yet it just like it wasn't ron darby a uh, cravion leblanc you know what i mean uh for current packer uh uh the warden uh what's his name uh not greg maddox he's still mad dog maddox is still with the team uh uh he's on the packer the warden uh only my friends called him the warden, I'm pretty sure. But <laughs> I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, oh my God. How am I not even thinking of this guy who's on my own team? Packers. Jesus Christ. This is what happens when even win. that they had so many chances. Like that Razul Douglas. Really- I didn't I didn't end up seeing it yet. It was Razul Douglas. Uh, his, uh, his real nickname is the Lock. They call him the Lock. No, he's the, the warden. But the uh, warden. <laughs> that's what I was like, dude. That Eagles team that won the Super Bowl, like their secondary. Was, was made out of chewing gum, you know what I mean? And well, it the just, big thing was Ben don't break, and it, they had, like, right away they could have lost immediately that Falcons game where they had dude. how many opportunities they ever <laughs> There is nothing more stressful than a football season where where anytime oh, on I, national TV, the announcers are saying, like, oh, there's the Eagles, that that Ben don't oh, it's, it's, I hate, it's like, Eagles fans I, especially hate that one because they, they use that all the time, where it's like, maybe it's just not a good defense. Maybe it's just not I a hate, good defense. Dude. Also, but that was the one they always said for that. It was just like it's so frustrating because I mean I got why they said it because they would get teams would get down the red zone and then they'd get a stop. It's like maybe just don't let them get down the red zone and you don't have to. But dude, you know what really bothers me is um nobody kicks field goals anymore, and I feel like the Eagles are chief leading that. Dude, kick a field goal if you're down. I'm I'm very big with you on that. It doesn't make especially in college too. I don't I don't get it. Dude, it'll be like the beginning of the second quarter and a team will be down seven. It'll be like fourth and four from like the 34-yard line. And instead of just kicking the field, it's like, well, you got to go for it here. It's like, why? I don't get when it they don't Since make it. Like, they, the time I really don't get it is when it's like 13-10 or 12-10 and they don't like it's like, well, now if they kick a field goal, they're not tied with you or they're not in the lead. Well, why man, why would you not want to do that? field goal sometimes. <laughs> like, Especially oh with God. how many games come down to where if the team just gets in field goal range, they win. Like, like I get, like I get, 
I get going for it so you don't have to punt in no man's land 10 times more than I get uh, uh, this bizarre, weird, new, like, oh, man, like, got to can't kick a, a 48-yard field goal. Got to go for There's it. There's certain yeah, offenses that were good enough for it. I understood it, but I, I, I would take points all the time. Now, also, I get why this isn't the case anymore, and I'm not saying, like, it needs to be, but I can't have uh, – I miss when, like, you used to be, like, third and four – gonna be a handoff you know what i mean <laughs> you remember when it was like third and five i could be handoff range not anymore <laughs> not anymore huh i say i as much as i agree with you on that it doesn't it feel like though when it happens when a team does it to your team and it's the the real long like i don't know third and 18 the team gets it every time or gets very close to it and then it gets ends up getting the first down mm-hmm. i swear anytime someone runs like a draw play on like third and 12 or something the team gets the first down against the eagles um, I, uh, oh man, do you know what else I hate is any, uh, I'm going back to the things I hate about football season is people on Twitter who are not trolls at all, nor are they trying to be ironic about it. And they're just like, no, you don't understand. Like the refs hate the Eagles more than anyone else. Like it's, it's, it's a that's no thing. thing. No, that's like, like, oh, that's really? It's a no thing where in Philadelphia that. was that? I, I said, obviously, this isn't, I'm not talking about just Eagles fans. That's just the example I'm using here. But it's like, when somebody's yeah. talking and they'll just be like, no, 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 you don't understand. Like, the, the Eagles, like, the refs hate us the most. Like, everyone, or, and obviously, that's an obvious one. But, like, something else I hate is, like, no, you don't understand. Like, the Eagles, like, always do this thing where they, like, have a trap game every year and they lose a game. They should. It's like, that is, I swear to you, everybody says that about their team. My dad says that about the Packers all the time. But everyone will always be like, no, you know what? We always have that one game. It's like every team has that one game a year. You know yeah, I mean? you mean that you mean they don't play their best every game? Yeah. I do love picking those those trap games, though. Oh, picking a trap. There's nothing. Betting-wise. I mean, you, know, you, feel, you feel like a genius afterwards. That's the chief when you find – that's chief, like, you just got to find that rat line and you, you sink your teeth yep. in, you know? Mm-hmm. All right, Saints Falcons, you got anything at all to say about this? What do you want to do? Go down each game? Yeah, that's what I'm doing. You you got anything on Saints Falcons? Uh no, I didn't see. I mean, we'll talk about it a little bit. I, I didn't get to see this because it was the same time as the Eagles games, but uh I heard Pitts was kind of quiet in it. Uh do you want to talk about that? Like players or what, what do you want to do? Just anything. I was just taking a drink there, but didn't Pitts actually have a big rookie year? Pitts had a big rookie year, but he, he didn't have – didn't he, like, not have a, a touchdown, though, where he had a touchdown? Ooh. It was over these. And I think they said he didn't have – either had a, one touchdown and it was over in Europe or didn't have a touchdown at all. Because like, somebody I, made a joke about how he's going to get his first touchdown in America. He had a bunch of targets in this game, but he, I think he only had two catches for it. Yeah, dude, it, it's got to be – hard to be a Falcons fan just I mean I don't know they were good for a long time and ultimately it's a shame too it's like it's I should say shame but it's like no like they were good and they had a lot of exciting players like how like Julio was obviously very excited and Ridley's big pick like I feel like they they had there's another freak like they had freak athletes you remember Vic Beasley that dude yeah that's that's one thing this isn't me doing the things I hate during football season but there's actually like I kind of hate football sometimes because, like, guys will just disappear. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? 
And like, sometimes it's injury. Sometimes it's, it's something else, but like, dude, like, I, I don't know. Like, Very like, weird that stuff. yeah, that's been true. Font's career ended faster than I thought him and Xavier Rhodes. I feel like at like 29, we're just, they went from like all pro bowl corners, like true. The corner, having the corners quick. Corners get burned. Yeah. And then they, it's weird because then you have the opposite with those guys where it's like Russell Douglas was an example. They always complain about him. Then he left here and had a great year. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Browns Panthers. Now, let me ask you this. I remember I was on the Browns here. You were on the Panthers. I had the Panthers for this one. Was that, that purely was because of Baker's revenge game? No, it wasn't even that. I just thought the Panthers um, were going to are going to be better than people expected this year. Um, the way that game turned out, I, I still think it was kind of the right pick because they started terrible. They fell apart. Apparently, there was some bad, like, um, uh, what's it called? A few bad calls. I completely changed the game. They're saying that, and they ended up being close. But I was like real confident in it, so I was definitely wrong about that. You know who's a guy like that a, I uh, what, did you did you follow that game enough? There was like an intentional grounding or something I heard that was real. No, I, I know. I believe that um, if my memory is oh no, I was about to say something about the Saints game, the Saints game, but uh, that we had just talked about. But uh, I believe what's his name had a sack. Um, Miles Garrett in that game, and Miles Garrett, Miles Garrett was one of the. I'm so happy one of those three guys worked out because Robert Indici and Jadavion Clowney were such disappointments. But, like, Miles Garrett is, like, a monster. Yeah. And Clowney wasn't, like, a complete – he's not a complete No, buster, but, like, he, but he, he was – He's not what he yeah. – yeah. He was, like, yeah, a LeBron he James. Fair. He, was so, he was still fair, yeah, yeah. He was, like, written about, like, a LeBron James where he was, like – You know, he got hmm. talked about, like, not many defensive ends get talked up coming out of high school when he was – Yeah. Um, I um a oh, real one one thing on the Falcons thing I just because I have the I had the ESPN one up so it has a guy's stats. How about Quarterell Patterson having another huge huge first game? Yeah, that's crazy. How, like I, how strange of a career does he have? I remember him too, or like I always think of him too because I remember that year. Um, the he he was drafted by them the year that they had th- they like traded in back into the. F- first round i think like twice and they took three guys in the first round and it was like cordero patterson uh um sharif floyd and xavier rhodes may may have been teddy bridgewater like i i'm a little mixed up on on what year was who but like i just remember like everyone's like oh my god they got three first round picks <laughs> and two of them were sharif floyd was out of the year in league in a year and a half cordero patterson. Sure, floyd just sounded and looked like he was gonna be really good <laughs> but yeah. Dude, do you know what's That's funny? Is that like, he was like successful being like a return man, uh, and then is now having a being successful at another dude, position. Okay, can I tell you something that's like I'm like fracking up right now. I'm looking at DJ Moore's stats in 2020. Dude, stats, I, I, DJ I, I, Moore, wide receiver on Carolina. Uh, DJ Moore. I just didn't hear what you said. Um, he had so so. I think he said Jay Moore. I was like his stats. What do you mean? So in 2020. T, uh, DJ Moore had 66 catches uh, uh, and 1,193 yards and four touchdowns. Last year, he had 93 catches, had 1,157 yards. So he had 40 yes, less yards and four touchdowns. So he had like 27 more catches had 50 less yards and the same amount of touchdowns. It's crazy. 
That is crazy. That's just funny to think about. I felt like I could never trust DJ more, but I, I mean, I've never, I, never want like I'm in a good amount of fantasy league there. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had him once on my my fantasy team. Well, it seems like he's dependable. Yeah. We're at the Browns. I can't think of Carolina receivers without you know Kelvin Benjamin and Devin Funches just because the yeah that's a, again fat and he had a great rookie year. Yeah, and then Funches, I had one of those stories you and me always talk about where. I saw Devin Funches at like Michigan game versus Notre Dame where he like I was convinced he was Terrell Owens. He had the the jersey showing the abs off thing going. And he had the, I think he had like three touchdowns or something. I that's the only college game I saw him play. I thought he was gonna be a stud. And I remember him getting drafted and looking at his stats. And I think that like he only had those three touchdowns the entire season. Yeah. Like he had, like I was like, oh, okay, okay. Maybe maybe I shouldn't be that. Now, uh, now, up that alley of uh, you, just because you said Kelvin Benjamin got fat, um, Google right now, and I need a live reaction. Uh, King and or King uh, Charles hands, and and no, did wait? Are you are you looking at it already? Uh, not yet. I'm googling. It's it's searching. And note that, like, that's not a Photoshop. It's not a meme. Well, it's a meme, but it's a real meme. This one on the far right. Just, like, look for, like, a close-up of his hands. (laughs) Dude, his hands, they look like balloons. Like, if he wasn't literally a king, I'd feel bad making fun of him. But, like, you you know. (laughs) We're supposed to make fun of dude. That's another. Like they, they cut his the, the circulation off on his hands. Really quick to not to like get off on football again. I saw people today, like like you know, um, one of Queen Elizabeth the second sons was like prime time. Uh, 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 I'm, I start this over again. I'm, I'm distracted by the hands. Go. <laughs> <laughs> you know how one of uh, Queen Elizabeth the second sons is like a prime time Epstein guy, right? No, I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, Prince Andrew, they, like, kicked him out. Like, like he was that much of an Epstein. Sorry, this guy was so into Epstein that, um, dude, oh, my God. You, this is something you got to see sometime. Um, bro, he, like, this man, they one time, <laughs> one time, um, uh, he, like, like this girl, like, based, like, like, he got accused of rape in America. And, and, like, it was part of the whole Epstein thing. And and this girl was talking, telling this story about him the night he raped her, and she said something about him profusely sweating. And part of his legal defense was like, "Well, there you have it, right there. Like that's a lie." Prince Andrew, due to like an adrenaline uh, uh, accident while he was in the military, uh, can no longer sweat. He does not perspire. <laughs> he hasn't for years. Swear if you like, literally, uh, uh, the the accusers' lawyers were like, "Well, then why are there like?" Dozens of pictures of him in sweating, sweating over the years. Like, what are you talking? That's a terrible defense because, like, I feel like if you told anyone in a group, front of a group of people, that someone like you, like, if someone said to them, like, I can't, you're, you can't sweat right now. Yeah. And you had a group of people around me. I'm gonna sweat, and I'm gonna sweat I, a no, lot. I wouldn't. Like, that I'm is a, a very sweaty. Line. I'm a very sweaty man. I want to make that obvious. Well, but, yeah, I do. But, but like. I wouldn't sweat just from that, but like, dude, if I would 100% I'm, sweat if I'm wearing that. pants, and I would it's get not- very red and I would start sweating a talk. 
It, Remember it, that time your, your your father called me out for sweating in the New York subway, oh, yeah. and then I started sweating so much more because of it. Oh yeah. Now see, like I I've never sweat for non heat related reasons, but like if I have to wear pants and it's not freezing cold outside, like I'm I'm gonna start sweating at some point just standing around, you know. <laughs> I just what a what a defense to go with. Like oh no, he he can't sweat. How could he have raped the girl if it was a sweaty? Like, like I like how they're making it out. Like, like this girl was just like, oh, I remember a, a sweaty man, and that part stood out more than it being Prince Andrew the Second of of England. You know what I mean? My mind went. I thought you were going to go so somewhere so much different with the sweat thing, the fence. I thought it was going to be like a no, no. lubricant situation. No, like... no, no, no. <laughs> um, dude, what about the Bears beating the 49ers? First off, did you see how wet the field was? I did, and I got I, – because I always have random people, like, talking, send, sending pics to me and stuff. And the amount of people that wanted to bet on that game, I didn't understand it with, with that weather conditions. Oh, I took the under, uh, and I teased – Well, that's – yeah, 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 that's fair. That's, that's fair. But the, people were talking about, like, these prop bets, and I, I get, I guess I get rushing overs and stuff, but I, I didn't want to touch that game. I don't like taking prop bets. I'm not a prop bet taker. It depends. It's something that can be fun once in a while if you're just doing like a small one as a part play or something. I'm but. happy the Bears won, though, because they're coming to Lambeau for Sunday night this week. Hungry Dog runs fastest. They're going to be nice and content. They can't sit there and pretend like everybody want to know going in against an 0-1 team. They're, they're going to be cocky. Yeah. They're going to be cocky. So how, where are you at? We can get that out of the way now. Where are you at with the – I, like, do you think this is another just like the Packers have started slow another season before? We'll get to, I'm, I'm going in order because we're going to okay. spend most time, I imagine, on the Eagles and the Packers. So I'm just going in order as it's coming to me on this website, like the scores. So, okay, right. yeah, right. yeah, we'll get to the Packers. Don't worry. Um, but, um, dude, that's an all time. I know you're not a Portnoy guy, and th- this is old school Portnoy before things got too big, but uh, that's one of my all time favorite memories back when Barstool was still in the uh. Boston office, and uh, it was the year after the Flategate. Portnoy wouldn't stop talking about how they were going to do the uh, murder everyone tour, and the the Patriots were going to like you know beat everyone by fifty. And they lost the first game they lost that season. The day after on the rundown, instead of starting with NFL football and the Patriots as they had done every other day, the first topic was Kobe Bryant retirement because he actually did announce his retirement that day. And when they called him out on it, they go. People are saying that he was the next Michael Jordan. You, you don't start with that topic. He's, he's, he's this going to be his final season. He, he wrote that moving letter to basketball. He was like, he was like, you you guys think that, that the Patriots losing is bigger than this story? That's it's crazy to me. Um, Pretty good. Yeah, but uh, Steelers, Bengals. I kind of hate the Steelers. I don't know why Steelers fans have started, and not Steelers fans. I don't know. They're good people. The culture around the Steelers. I feel like it's a blue collar city, but the Steelers are like a country club organization. How about that? That that line would have made a lot of money on sports talk radio in like the collar <laughs> town. I uh, love. Uh, I I was big on the Steelers covering this week, but I didn't think they'd win the game, mm-hmm. so I was surprised by that. And I mean, if Fred doesn't throw four picks, they probably don't win the yeah. game. Uh, um, what we, what we're I've met a lot though. of Steelers fans that I do not like. I, I lived with the kid that was a Steelers fan at one point. He wasn't too bad about it, but I, I have met a lot of like uh, want to be like Mac Miller Steeler fans that I, I wasn't too fond of. I um I do love um what's his name though their coach um Tomlin 
Tomlin, Mike Tomlin. Oh, I, mean, I think he's a great coach. Been there a long time. Been there through different regimes of, of yep. players, of of quarterbacks. You know all that. Uh, I, I I always like to see in pro sports, like as a uh, as a neutral fan, like a random team that just has like a nice long tenured coach. You know, it's always good. To yeah, see. that is always cool to see. It's kind of like. When Fisher was in like Tennessee and stuff, it's always cool, cool to see. I mean, at least, yeah, I mean, Jeff Fisher was kind of a bozo, so at least Tomlin's good. I mean, like, that, that, made, Reed, that made it even like more fun though, because you're just like, oh, this guy, good for this guy, dude. Andy Reid is gonna have like so many career wins when it's all said and done. Oh, it's insane. I'm so, and like, yo, he was good with Alex Smith for years, he deserves some credit yeah. for that as well. Oh, you, you want to get that started back up between us? No. Hey, I that, see that's that's where you're unfair to me is even when I admit defeat, you don't give me credit for for admitting defeat. <laughs> but also Bengals, it's funny what we were talking about earlier about the Super Bowl hangover. I feel like the Bengals are gonna get it even worse because they were like a team that kind of only went to the Super Bowl because they got really hot. Yeah. I will that's, say that's I point. remember dying of pneumonia in the hospital and being as miserable as I've literally ever been in my entire life and watching the Bengals beat the Chiefs and watching Joe Burrow in the locker room afterwards doing the, the get, the get, the get, and like being deemed the hottest man alive on Twitter. <laughs> and like, I just remember being like, man, like, would it be worth having this pneumonia if I was Joe Burrow instead of me? <laughs> yeah, he had, he had a bad thing. He got I mean, I don't think he's going to play as bad as he did that game thing, and he didn't miss some time in the preseason, but I don't expect him to be as good as they were last year. Either. Give me uh, Eagles-Lions is the next one on the list. Give me your Eagles breakdown, and then give me your little uh, Eagles fans versus Jalen Hurts thing you've got, and I'll give you my, right. my I, I was not pleased with how they played necessarily, but pleased with – because I the night before I was with some Eagle fan buddies – and I called this game to a T. Uh, there was two of the kids were big on. I thought it was going to be like a route. One of them was doing the other thing where he thought the Eagles would lose. I very specifically said that I thought they would get down early, kind of weather the storm. You know, Lions, this was one of the first seasons the Lions kind of had that going into it where they have a little bit of hype behind them because of hard knocks. They had I a sellout Dan crowd. Campbell. What's that? I hate Dan Campbell. He, yeah, he's, I don't know. I hate NFL that. coaches that are like college coaches that are just like, you know, let's have yeah. a pep rally, fellas. <laughs> I like, at least he took it fully where like every single one of their coaches is like an ex-player. That, that's kind of like that. So. Yeah. That part kind of makes me laugh. Um, and he's not quite the, that first interview he gave where he was talking about like, what, biting kneecaps and stuff. He's not fully that guy, but he's, I still get what you're saying. Um. Anyway, Eagles, I think they do have some concerns thing, but overall I thought it was a solid enough win. I think Lions will be better than they were last year. Still not great, but they're, they're not a terrible football team as they what were last year. What are the big concerns? Uh, For me? What I, so I watched most of the Eagles game, but I watched a good portion of it on the treadmill, so I, I wasn't, you well, know. One, the first one I'd start with there. One of their biggest strengths is supposed to be the D-line. They got ran all over. Swift. I, I think Swift is going to be a stud this year, but that's he ran all over them. So that's not that's not a good sign. They, uh, one positive with that, I saw a stat today they had where it was like they averaged like – Lions averaged like 10 yards per carry without Jordan Davis and thing, and then it was only like two and a half yards with him in the, in, in the game. So that's encouraging for him. But 
Hargrave and Cox are supposed to be pretty good run stoppers, and they, they, didn't, they didn't look great in this game with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the secondary looked much improved, though, from last year. Like, it, there were so many games last year where, like, the big plays were just like that game, guy was just wide open, and I, I thought they definitely closed the passing lanes better this year with that. Do you remember um, that before they got Slay, that, like, four- to five-year stretch where, like, the Eagles like could not cover a number one receiver. Like, like it was like, like it was literally like if you had a fantasy, like top, you know, 20 receiver going up against the Eagles, you were licking your chops. It was like, Oh, we, we're getting a touchdown 130 yards. I swear by this and like for my entire fanhood of them, they just like, don't shut down. Like even when they're good, I feel like good teams like can take away your best player or like, do some kind of scheme where they limit him or let him get his, but stop everybody else. The Eagles have just, ne- even when they're good, have never stopped star players. Like stud running backs usually run all over. All. Yeah. Number one receivers kill them. Like that's just now what you said is just very fair. But like when you were saying that, I was just thinking back to my thing where I hate when people act like, no, I know, but like, oh, no, no, no. I was going to say yeah. not what you said. It was because we were talking about running games. I was just thinking of like, like there were literally be people that's like our team, we always get sacked at the worst time. Like that's that's such a Titans <laughs> thing is getting sacked at a bad time. It's like, oh yeah, compared to like when the Jaguars get sacked and they're like, sweet, like was hoping to get sacked there. Again, Even what I said is is kind of fits it that it's it's like oh star players kill your team like that yeah happens, no but, but but you were dope. but Eagles have had a lot of like in the 2010 especially that was a big that was yeah like, like they've had historically you know? good defenses in my lifetime and mm. even like then it seems like like the star player does always kill them like maybe you, that was oh man that eagles play. defense of like the mid 2000s like the jim, yeah, like under jim johnson they were incredible oh, they were, the, like, even then it seemed like they just like the number one guy does just kill them um you know who i remember and, very fondly that's a, that was a former eagle i was talking about him this weekend asante samuels he was just a, another one of those like when you're a kid just a fun like defensive mm-hmm. player that like he sticks out they always uh i always liked how he didn't wear the uh and now like every corner does it but didn't wear the uh thigh pads and stuff yeah um so give me so what's going even, on you know, eagles, fans? Uh, eagles fans even had to try to ruin him where they would always just give him shit about not being able to tackle give me what so what happened with the with the eagle fans and uh you know, the eagle, what's going on with the eagle fans and jalen hurts so it's, it's it's been all off season, all last season. I get it to an extent. Um, you know how I, I'm usually more pro player on this stuff, but I, I get the concerns with them. There's just there's a big divide that happens with the uh, Philly fans in general in a lot of sports. There's people that just like no matter what he does this year, they're going to say that like they just don't think he can win in the playoffs, and it's not because of like the age or anything. They just the way he plays, they don't they don't trust his arm and stuff, but like. Yesterday, I don't think he showed the arm talent that people want to see or the reads they want to see. But like at the same time, if they don't have, like they don't have him a court, they don't win yesterday. The line, they, the line is not supposed to be their biggest strength, the O line, and the pocket was closing on him so quick on every every play team. Who who you like more, Lane Johnson or Travis Kelsey? Jason Kelsey or like. Oh, like Jason Travis. Kelsey, I meant save. save. Jason oh, Kelsey, I, I think Lane Johnson's a great player, but I don't like him. Oh, you don't like him? No, I'm not a Lane Johnson guy. Oh. He just comes off very douchey to me. He, I think he's a great player, though. I love him for the Eagles, but I, I'm not a big Lane Johnson guy. I um, I will say this about Jalen Hurts. I like Jalen Hurts. And I, I seen, mean that's that what it's literally. Like him, like, where it's like, I don't know, we'll see if he ever figures out – 
some of his flaws, but he does just seem like a nice guy. And and yeah, I, that's and, what I mean. Like I just mean I like him. Like he seems yeah, nice. like him. Yeah. And I think I think he is a good enough player. Where it's not like I'm big on these type of quarterbacks. Like I always say, like if you can't have that elite quarterback and stuff, you're better off having a, a guy like that. It's not going to lose your games. Like he's not going to turn the ball over a ton or anything. He just. Mm-hmm. So he did. He like I mean, I thought he played already yesterday. AJ Brown had a huge game. Yeah, the most receiving yards in uh for a debut for an Eagles receiver ever. Nice. Mm-hmm. Colts Texans twenty to twenty. Um, I felt like that one was. Now I had the Colts foolishly in my my teaser, so you know, hand up. I I'm not gonna act like I I totally saw this. But I feel like that one was semi-obvious. I mean, I did tease it. I didn't take it out right. Yeah. Where it's like the Texans are just like, well, when I say nobody believes in us, I literally mean nobody thinks that we've got any chance in hell. So, like, yeah. what do we got to lose? Wait, I, I don't know why when they brought that back. one place because I just had a money line in, like, a big like favorite parlay with one upset pick. That was nice to have, though, where, like, I thought the bet lost. Cause I stopped watching it after a certain point yeah. in that game. And then I, I ended up winning the back. Cause it was that game just got voided out of the parlay. Now, let me ask you this, you know, the NFL obviously just brought it, like told the Texans like, Hey guys, you're not trying to win. We're being sued for racism with our coaches. Hire Lovey Smith. Um, when, when that happened, I knew I was like, Oh, like they're going to weirdly be scrappy for Lovey Smith. Yeah. I, I cannot tell you why. Lovey Smith got fired at Illinois, and they were like, hey, guys, you want to know how we can show them that we're not anti-Black people? Be like, we, we thought Lovey Smith was the best guy for the job. <laughs> he got fired from Illinois. <laughs> All right, I'm going slightly out of order for this one uh, for one reason, one reason only. The Washington Commanders uh, beat the Jacksonville Jaguars 28 to 22. Chris Berman during like the halftime breakdown of all the, the Sunday's games uh, during Monday Night Football tonight, he goes, a Washington Commanders, new name, new win. What's an old win? <laughs> like, what, what, what's that mean? Everyone's a new win. You said Chris Berman said that? Yeah. I'm, I'm the rare Chris Berman defender for that. That wasn't one of his better ones. I mean, I don't hate Chris Berman. I'm not a monster. There's some people that like just never liked him. I, I, I used to have fun watching him doing the highlights and all. All right. Uh, we got that game. That game. So I lied when I thought my one part I was losing. I lied bet just teams that were up by more than one score. And then I thought I was done on that one. Did you follow that game at all? A little bit, but what are you mad? So Wentz man? actually had a good. Wentz actually had a good statistical game, but then he had. Uh, I hate Carson Wentz. So I know you much. Did. I'm bringing up, but that you would enjoy this. So he had a good statistical game to the point, and then he on back to back throws in the biggest part of the games, like the Jaguars came all the way back, got down two points, and he threw picks on back to back plays. How insane is it that Doug Peterson is not the coach of the Philadelphia Eagles, especially when you think about the fact that they, like, just hired a new Doug Peterson? Yeah. Just like, straight on, it's Doug job. Peterson. He doesn't run the ball. He, he goes for it no matter what. Like, he's Doug Peterson. Well, he runs the ball a lot now. Oh, does he? I didn't see. I wasn't sure. So, he's second. So, he last year, to start the year, you, you're right for that. Last year to start the year, all they did, they were throwing the ball like 50 times a game with Jalen Hurts, which just yeah. does not make sense. 
they stunk. And then finally someone was like, why don't we run the ball? And they did that, and that's when they kind of start putting things together. But all their wins last year even were against bad teams. So, uh, But I to, one thing on that game, because I'm big on him going into the year, was the uh, Jahan Dotson had two touchdowns and one was to take the lead at the end. So it was, that's big. It was big. Yeah. That is big. Oh. He was one of the classic uh, – Dude – Going the phase where they they said in, in uh, all summer like Wentz only threw it to him in practice. I was like, okay, that's a, an obvious. And Wentz is he's done that his whole career. He finds one receiver and that's all he throws it to. Oh yeah, Zach Ertz. He, he had he experienced mm-hmm. that for a long time. But you know what? Uh, I think is like kind of crazy. And I'm being a bit facetious, obviously, but like only a bit. Trucker Lawrence is just like done. So <laughs> that guy, dude, he was he was uh, he was right there with Andrew Luck for like biggest like surefire uh-huh. cannot cannot miss guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like he, and it's, I mean it's uh, yeah, it's just because you know I I'm patient with those guys, but I I don't think I mean, I, I actually am patient, a very patient yeah. player guy too. And like I said, I, I'm like half kidding, but like 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 he's not sexy at all anymore. No one's excited about him. I just never, like, I'm not going to say, like, I knew it with him or anything, but I didn't understand some of his comparisons when they did it. Like, I still thought he'd be good, and I still think he's going to be a solid NFL quarterback, but I just, like, they would compare him to these guys where I was like, I don't see that when I watch him. Like, I remember they were calling him Big Ben at one point, and, and, like, I knew Big Ben was skinnier in college and ran in college, but, like, I don't think Trevor Lawrence is ever going to put on a lot of weight. Like, he seems like a very narrow guy for his size. He's got weird looking legs. Weird looking legs. He's very like look at I like how much he's doubled down. Tall, but look at his build compared to other NFL quarterbacks. I love how you doubled down on that. Like it was like a legitimate critique. You're like weird looking legs. There you, you I, know. I, 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 I like something like that. That's like when they bring up the NBA a, a player's gait. Yeah. The big guy got his gait. Oh, I love when people say, or or in the NBA. You know, it's, you know, Trevor Lawrence is gonna have a very good year now because we just said that. Ah, yeah, I'll duff. They'll figure something out to, to twist out of that. Um, Dolphins beat the Patriots. Hey, who's the Dolphins coach that they got rid of Brian Flores for? Oh, the young kid. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Mike McDaniel. Or, yeah, it's McDaniel or McDonald or whatever. McDon- yeah, yeah. I, the yeah. one who, who had no disrespect to, to the man, and the man is definitely biracial. And I, I you know, light skinned biracial man is certainly more of a minority than me. But like that time they were like, NFL major diversity like 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 you know like uh uh they were like you know uh free at last free at last the dolphins are free from racist Is he biracial yeah yeah swear that's what i'm saying they're like they, look showed at our- him, they showed him a ton pre-game making a fun thing i have to question that he does not look like well biracial. you know my preco is just italian right I, I do know that whole story, and that is another thing that I just do, I do not believe. No, but Mike McDaniel's biracial, and they were just like, like they literally were like, you know, look, like, oh yeah, look at this black man we hired for the Dolphins. Um, that, that's just I'm looking at good. He's that's just a waste. <laughs> can I just say that I hate Tyreek Hill? I don't know why people are just okay with Tyreek Hill. It doesn't make any yeah, sense. Yeah, I, I, I get that too. When we were talking about some of the receivers yesterday, I don't think that's crazy for you to say. It just doesn't. Great happen. athlete, great athlete. But again, Aldi got vaccinated multiple times. Uh, I want to make that clear. Is that one of those things? People who acted like Aaron Rodgers was like a, a criminal. Uh, uh, and just Tyreek Hill was like, oh, Reek, Cheetah, look at him run. 
What are we talking about here? Okay, I did confirm he is, he is biracial. I did find an article. Ravens, Jets, Sawyer. What do you got on the Lamar Jackson not getting his contract extension then? Uh, I, there's, there is some Eagles fans already talking about him. The Eagles, I was like, that just that, that doesn't make sense to me. But as for the Ravens, uh, just dude, just sign it. Yeah, just give it to. Him. I don't like because I the thing I don't get about dragging this stuff out is they end up signing the guy anyway. So you just piss them off for a year. Like I don't, I the guy that's gonna be your franchise. I don't understand the point of pissing him off for a year. Like he's one I don't expect for them to leave. If it's somewhere, if it's like the running back or something that they're not going to end up resigning, I get it. The franchise guy that you're going to like, I don't get what like I don't. I'm not even a big Kyler Murray guy, but what the Cardinals did with him, I didn't understand either. Like, why drag that out? Do you know like the other thing with him is just like, like I don't. I doubt he wants to be like literally the highest paid guy. From what I've seen, it's all coming down to like the Ravens are trying to kind of skimp him out on the guaranteed money. But at yes. the same time, like, dude, like, that's just football. If you've got a really good quarterback, you got to pay him. You got to pay little, him. Like, there is no nickel and dime in a quarterback. You know, there is no ah, like. Yeah. And I, I get why he wants the, the guarantee because the running quarterback, he needs that. Yeah. And like, part of that, like, like here's the thing about him. If I'm he like, just right, fits with them so well, too. So it's not even yeah. like. like, oh, maybe we're going to go a different way. Like, I, I, I can't see them doing that. Man, it's like, dude, that's like, that's like how it works. Like, the Ravens need him to run more than he needs to run. Yeah. Like, I'm Lamar Jackson saying, like, all right, how about if you guys want to keep all that guaranteed money, that's fine, but get us a new offensive coordinator. We're changing this whole thing up. We're not, you know, we're not just doing the I'm, a, I'm, I'm running that much thing anymore because, like, I got to – I'm not guaranteed my money. Like, I got I to look out. I got to bring up something real quick just because you said the throwing thing. Mm-hmm. You know the thing that happens in college sports where, like, they have a successful player and then they just try to recruit, like – that next guy that's the same exact thing. Yeah. Have you seen the Louisville quarterback flight these no. last two years at all? No. He, he is fun to watch because he, he is a hell of a runner, but like he like literally can't throw the ball. Like it's yeah. astounding. It is. It's wild. <laughs> Up next, we got Giants, Titans. Um, no, no love for the Jets. <laughs> no, nah, I got nothing for the Jets. <laughs> I'll follow that. Do how? I think you have a big Robert Salah take. <laughs> I got nothing on Robert Salah. He was the one who I thought was a minority hired. Wasn't that's what I, I would I would guess he was. He's he's not. something. Are you messing like, with me? Is he really not? I don't know. Look it up. I might be wrong. I could have sworn like nobody. They were like, "Oh, and there's a count. He's a tan guy." <laughs> that's a great tan. Great tan. I don't even know. I don't. I don't even look this up. <laughs> what are you googling, Robert Salah? I, I stopped. I don't know about that. <laughs> nationality. <laughs> Robert Salah race. I do tan question mark. You ever see uh, that thing when the dean in community goes, "We're starting it off with the with the hottest element that always sizzles, race." <laughs> Who did that? The dean when he's doing his commercial, <laughs> his commercial, and he's like, "And now I'm going to set things off with a tintillating subject that always sizzles, race." <laughs> and he like holds his finger like it's to a stove. Dude, the Dean is un- unbelievable. Don't, don't even oh, get I love the Dean. Um, Giants, Titans. I-, I don't understand the Titans. They're like, I think, winning now, trying to. But they're like trading A.J. Brown. Uh, uh, they're, they're like, 
they doubled down on Ryan Tannehill. I, I don't know about the, the the Titans, but I'll say this about the Giants. I'm happy Saquon Barkley. Uh, having yeah, a that was cool to see. Uh, I had Titans on something live, so I thought they were – did you see like how that came in? They missed the field goal. Yeah, that was nuts. Yeah, that's I, that was the last thing I needed in one of the parlays, so that killed me. I, I think Ryan Tannehill has taken over. It's like he's not exactly the same as this guy, but I feel like he is just the new Alex Smith. At this point, dude, what is crazier? The fact that Todd Gurley just turned 28 a month ago, or the I fact Todd Gurley. what I loved Todd Gurley, or the fact that he has 67 career rushing touchdowns. That's really that's insane considering he's out of the leagues. Oh my god. Oh, there's going McVay. People act like oh, he everyone whose career he touches turns to gold, not Gurley's. I did hear though that he, uh, he was a, a lot of the kids I went to college with, like went to high school with him. Just said he just was just a big jerk in at high school. Todd Gurley, yeah, yeah, he was like the most valuable high schooler in the world. Yeah, I no, mean, I get it, I get it. I was a big jerk. I wasn't worth squat. <laughs> I just walked around yelling at people. <laughs> All right, Chiefs, Cardinals. Um, yeah. There's something wrong with the Arizona Cardinals. Like, this is going to be one of those things where, like, in three years, we're going to find out that there was, like, a like like a, a, a civil war in the locker room and, like, one oh, of the, the Cardinals. Players. What? What did you say with the Cardinals? Yeah. There's yeah, something I, wrong I, there. I think it's almost even clear that, like, the whole thing with Kyle Murray was, uh, was, was terrible, not just the contractor. They, like, he was complaining about stuff left and right. So there's obviously something going on. Well, like, yeah, but, like, I feel like they're in that zone right now where they're just, like, adding guys, and it's just not doing anything. Did they lose Chandler Jones? Is Chandler Jones still there? Uh, yeah, sure. I'm looking that one up. I'm looking that one up. Don't worry. Their teams always do that with the, the receivers, right? And they, they feel like seem like they just will not stop with it. They got Hollywood Brown. Oh, Pacheco had uh, took a two yards on touchdown for the Chiefs. That's a, that's a Jersey kid. Who is? He's a rookie, uh, Pacheco for the Chiefs. I don't know if I'm, pr- I'm probably pushing his last name. Juju Smith-Schuster sucks. What, did he not do anything? I don't even know if he did anything, but I was looking at his career stats. L- listen to these. L- take a listen to this. Does this have anything to do with, the, with the, an argument you have with someone? No, but Antonio Brown was – okay, so he had six catches, 79 yards this week, and he's playing on, on Kansas City. Like, that doesn't even count. Um, <laughs> dude, like, like – Antonio Brown was just right about him. And he was like, boo-boo, only good because he's feeding off Antonio. <laughs> so here's his career, boo-boo. Here's boo-boo's career. 58 catches, 917 yards, seven touchdowns. Is this rookie year? Yeah. That's a good rookie year. 111 catches, 1,426 yards, seven touchdowns. You're thinking, wow, Lucas, what are you talking about, about boo-boo sucking? Well, that was 2018. Since then, over the last four years, 42 catches, uh, 50, 552 yards, three touchdowns, 97 catches, 831 yards, nine touchdowns. All right, that one's yeah, okay. Maybe, maybe Juju doesn't <laughs> suck as much as I thought. Well, credit to me. Um, I think maybe he was hurt last year. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my hand up. Yeah, Ben wasn't the same these last few years. Yeah, but, but, oh man, I don't know. I just don't get me started on the Steelers. Nobody wants I'm not to huge on Juju, but yeah, I want to say he sucks. What do you think about the Raiders versus the Chargers, Sawyer? Tell me about that. I don't know if you know about this. Devontae Adams 
plays on the Raiders, and he had more How many yards. receiving yards did he have than the more than than the Packers receivers? Not count, but but sorry, receivers. We're not counting tight ends and running backs in that. They just don't care. They catch the ball. It doesn't count. <laughs> it's not like part of the reason why we were okay losing Devontae is because we knew we had Aaron Jones. No, no, his the catches catch. they're, they're they're not real catches. I need a I need a pickup of a tight end in, in one of my legs. Is how are we feeling about Tunyon? I like. I mean, I always love Tunyon, but he's not on the Raiders, and where's he on the Chargers? What do you think of Justin Herbert? We were talking about the Packers a second ago. Well, yeah, but we're almost. And I also don't believe that the the list you're looking at has the Packers last. Uh, no, we're second to last. Last is Sunday night, but we were the 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 four o'clock game of the the week, so that makes all right. sense. All right, all right. Um, no, we're gonna spend a lot of time on the Packers. Um, a lot of time, you know, relatively speaking, like we're we're going to finish up shortly after this recording, but um, there's only like three teams left, but um, I saw some people online today saying Justin Herbert, they were like, well, Justin Herbert's never won in the playoffs, dude. And it's like, hasn't he played two seasons? Yeah. like <laughs> what, are we, what are we doing anymore? Come on. I hate that one. And I hate the, like, I had like three different people go, Justin Herbert's the real deal. It's like, thanks. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Like, can we just stop pretending like football and and uh, 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 baseball are like individual sports? Like, by the way, I'm also at war with the El Disciples fantasy baseball messages because they're like, nah, dude, Aaron Judge for MVP. And I'm like, guys, guys, there's one guy who's a little bit better at hitting especially home runs than another guy. Then there's another guy who is insanely better than that guy at the whole other side. This guy in my group message goes, who is not a Yankees fan. He goes, he goes, he goes, if Sho- Shohei could win the Cy Young and the Silver Slugger for being a DH, isn't that enough? And I go, if you win the Cy Young <laughs> Award for the best pure, and you're the best hitter at a position where all you have to do is hit, you are the most valuable player. That's yeah, the loops, the, the long ball. The long ball. That's stats. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't understand how people don't understand. What's, what's the latest on that? Uh you guys had like what how's that uh oh, the whole thing about the, yeah they're they're all good they're all good i calm good. Them down i calm them down. down good work good work all right so we're on to the packers so i want to start with this this is not a conspiracy nor is this an excuse nor is this meant about anything besides playing the minnesota vikings in minnesota and playing the chicago bears in chicago that is those teams Super Bowls against the Packers. That is literally all their fans look forward to. The Minnesota Vikings to this day, anytime they are hosting a game against the Packers, play the clip of Anthony Barr breaking Aaron Rodgers' collarbone on the field before the game to like pump up the crowd. Like, do we do we not have, you know, do we not do we not still believe uh Brandon McManus just hit the upright? Uh do we not believe in like class? It. Yeah, anymore, but but really. How long was the field goal? Oh, 64 yards. Yeah, I had to move up, I think. Um, you can't just do that. You know what I mean? Like, like I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm getting lost in all this. But, like, I'm not, like, literally this Sunday, I had firsthand reports of Bears fans going into Soldier Field to play the 49ers chanting, fuck the Packers. That's what these people live for. We have dominated them both 
since Brett Favre took over in 1993. Like, so I'm not, and, and I want to make this clear again. If you're a Vikings fan and you beat the Packers, celebrate until the heavens come on. I'm not, I'm not shitting on you in that sense. I'd be doing the same thing. Um, like, but that's the thing is I get to say these things because I'm also a Timberwolves fan who everybody hates, even though we're not better than anybody, you know? So, so I'm, I'm, I'm a whip dog here in that sense, but I'm not even worried Even boys falling under some heat. Who? Oh, Anthony Edwards, I saw that. Uh, that the African-American community and the homosexual community have a very different relationship that the Caucasian <laughs> community has with the uh, uh, homosexual community. And it is racist and uh, um, uh, classist of any white person that is not gay because I could not judge the gays as a straight man to judge Anthony Edwards. <laughs> and that is all I have to say about that. But I'm not worried at all about the uh, Packers because... Uh, the same thing happened to us last year against the Saints. We were the best team in the NFC all, you know, the regular season afterwards. Aaron yeah, it's Rodgers, happened a few times already. Like, Aaron like, Rodgers at this stage of his career doesn't play preseason games. So, I mean, I don't think this loss was really on him. Like last year, he looked pretty bad in that first game. Yeah. Uh, his one pick he had uh, yesterday was like trying to kind of force things uh, in the spot, trying to come back. I believe it was right before the half. I could be wrong on that. But, um, you know, the defense, I thought, also looked pretty good. Uh, we're at home or we're away the Vikings are at home they're they're very jazzed up like I said they got a new a new um uh head coach Zedaria Smith's in for a big revenge game I, I bet the uh the Vikings minus one you go what you do you know what I'm saying the, the, I love our defense this year we have two all pros coming back on our offensive line that didn't play this week we're fine we yeah. got a care in the world people love when the Packers do bad so there's a whole economy based on the Packers doing bad. It's not quite like Arsenal. Arsenal, oh my God, England. Uh, they like it, it's Arsenal versus England. The Packers, I mean, we're not as bad, big as Dallas, but I, I'd say we're probably number two in the NFL in terms of. I mean, the Patriots definitely during the Brady era were bigger in terms of people rooting against them, but I feel like that's kind of dissipated already. Would you not agree? The Patriots. I think people are reveling in it a little bit like like seeing them struggle a little bit but yeah um and then lastly uh we got the cowboys and uh tampa bay i uh cowboys man they're just they're just like uh it makes me so happy that they have mike mccarthy <laughs> it makes me so happy yeah, the cowboys are just so boring you I see was that video? Just a for a team that like is what they are. Like they are just bored. You 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 also is it just me? Like, I'm not even doing that. Saying that as like an Eagles fan, like they're just boring. Like is a... doesn't it feel like Ezekiel Elliott's like prime was like a decade ago and he's like 27 years old? Yeah, it's weird. Like last year, he at least had like he was hurt, but even when he like has like right now, he I think he ended up being like in fantasy football like a top six running back last year, and you would like never have guessed it. Remember DeMarco Murray? Yes, I do. Yeah. He existed. Do, you, you, you see your guy Skip Bayless, though, do that video where he, like, took off the Cowboys jersey after the game, sighing, and put on the Tom Brady Bucks jersey? Oh, my, he's first. They do the throwout thing. He, he does a throwout sometimes with the jersey. I don't know about that. I like that uh, to this day he still bets Diet Mountain Dew, like anyone cares about <laughs> CD right, Lamb was was kind of was disappointing yesterday too. Who was who was disappointing? CD Lamb. Yeah, 
That's what CeeDee Lamb. Oh, I don't get the mic. Like Micah Parsons is a four, three linebacker. Correct. They, they have four linemen in, in Dallas. Am I wrong? Yeah. So they just send them on blitzes all the time. That's not impressive. It's like a kid playing Madden. I was, I almost said that yesterday when we were talking about uh, the Clay Matthews thing, like, cause you, you, that was so fun to do a man where you just, you break the sack record. Like, yeah. Uh, like, uh, and I was saying it like in defense of Clay Matthews, where it's like, obviously you're not going to do that every year with him. But, yeah. Uh, and here, here they are. really good. I, uh, but. Michael Parsons just blitz him every time. Oh, he gets a lot of sacks. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> He was a guy that was weird where he went drafted because like, even like, I'm not even like a Penn State fan, but you would watch them and it's like, yeah, he's, that guy sticks out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, all right, lines this I, week, Thursday night football. We got the Chiefs minus three and a half at home against the Chargers. They pulled up on mine too. Over under 54 and a half, or 54 total. Uh, nothing, nothing super jumps out at me at that. Uh, since, it's at Arrowhead, since it's at Arrowhead, I mean, I feel like I kind of would have to take the Chiefs there because that whole, you got to think, you know, they say home fields, three points. You're basically saying the Chiefs are half a point favor than the Chargers. Yeah. I think that's pretty fair. Yeah. yeah later probably, in the year, I'd maybe. I won't be touching that game. Yeah, I, I don't plan to bet that either. We got uh, Baltimore. That, that's a game people would have fun with, like, the, the player props. And all. Yeah. We got Baltimore minus three at home against the Dolphins. I kind of like Baltimore there. I think the Dolphins. Uh, yeah, I bet. I bet Dolphins end up being a popular bet in that game. Though. Yeah. You know, Baltimore. I'm saying I, I'm doing that. I'm. I just think I think the public are going to go Dolphins on that. I think Baltimore was on the road against the Jets this week, right? Yeah. Yeah, I kind of like Baltimore minus three on the, at their home. I'm, like, I'm with you on that one. Cleveland minus six at home against the Jets. Um, over unders 40. Dude, the Jets have been so I mean, I know this isn't original, like I'm not trying to be funny. The Jets have just been so bad for like like just so irrelevant for so long, man. Even like I'm the Red Lions, like, 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 like what the like it's not even like a player to get excited about on the Jets. Yeah, like, that like that's what I mean. You know, you would think like a bad team, like they have high draft picks, it'd be like at least one guy where you're like, oh, like yeah, excited about him. This year they had like what people are calling a their good draft, and we'll see. But there's still not a play where you're like, oh, we get to watch him this year. Like, so I Garrett just, Wilson is like a, a first round receiver, but and like he may be good, but still, he's not still a guy like he's not like a Julio type first round receiver. So I just live bet right now uh, the Lions minus two and a half at home against the Washington Commanders. Um, new team, old new new loss. I'm going to say for the Commanders there. <laughs> One of those classic sayings that we all know and love. You think once we'll like we'll like pray before the game and stuff? Yeah. Um uh the Colts are minus four. It's in Jacksonville. Part of me wants to be like, you know, the Colts that just kind of came out flat. But like I don't know. I, road 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 uh favorites you kind of gotta be a little more convincing to me than the Matt Ryan led Indianapolis Colts, no. Well, yeah, and I would just hammer any uh, Trevor Lawrence prop bets after, oh, we, after declared his, his, we declared his career over. Yeah, yeah. Week two, true. year week week one, year two. All right, this one just does not make a lick of sense to me. So there, this has got to be our rat line that we bet. 
Why yeah. are the Steelers plus one and a half at home against the Patriots? That makes me want to bet the Patriots minus one and a half. Because I, I don't get that one either. I think part of it, though, is just the injuries. Najee got hurt. We'll see if he plays. Uh, mm-hmm. J.J. Watt got hurt. Um, and they had one other real big one. E.J., but you're right. You're right. That is a big one. Yeah. That's um, probably the reason, but I still I still would take them. Uh, no, I I think – They're saying that Najee's weird because I've heard everything from, like, he's out weeks to he might play this week. So, Buccaneers are minus three in New Orleans. Um, I'd stay away from that game. Yeah, Jameis Winston right now. I don't want to touch any game he's I don't involved. touch any game he's involved. He's, like, rolling the dice. <laughs> it is fun. It is yeah. fun, though. Uh, then we got the New York Giants minus two and a half at home against the Panthers. You like the Panthers this year, Sawyer? Are they gonna? I I do. Um, they bounce back next week. I'm gonna say yes. Yeah, yeah, you like that? I'll say they bounce back next week. The Rams minus ten and a half at home against the Falcons. I kind of like that one because I feel like a Super Bowl hangover team like the Rams are coming off this disappointing week one. Atlanta, they had their hearts broken week one. I, f- I feel like the Rams are going to take advantage of beating up on that team. Yeah, I think you're right. They um, – well, Stafford has a bad game. He just is – I'm starting to think Matt Stafford because people also are like, oh, Matt Stafford, he won the Super Bowl. Hall of Fame? No. Like, like so I know – um, I want to send you this article that I did because we were talking about the Hall of Fame stuff. I was looking at something, and this, the guy, like – I know that I'm pretty lenient on the Hall of Fame, but the guy with this guy, like every other quarterback, he was saying Hall of Fame. Really, like, you can't do that. Like he, uh, you can't. <laughs> like his argument for people were which is like saying like no matter what they do, the rest of the guy, that guy's already in. Like he had Dude, Matt Ryan already in. Matt Ryan is. Seven. So I was about to mention Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan has has had a better career than Matt Stafford, but Matt Stafford was on a Super Bowl winning team. So we're just gonna say, oh no, Matt Stafford, dude. Matt Stafford. <laughs> it isn't an individual. I don't think I'd have either one of those guys. In. I I wouldn't have Matt Ryan in, but I would have him no. in over Matt Stafford. I think right now. I mean, Stafford will probably yeah. finish with a better career, but like, I I just don't get it. He, I'm I'm going to decide with you just because I think I lost on the Rams every every one of their losses last year. I think I had money on them, so I'm, I'm going to agree with you on that. Dude, like, I think he's probably a Hall of Famer, but, like, Russell Wilson's another one. During this game, they were, like, they're, they're you know, former Hall of – or they're, like, uh, Geno Smith taking over for the future Hall of Famer. And it's, like, Wilson's probably a Hall it's of Famer. Just, but, like, I just don't know if, like, when they're saying that, are they going off with the numbers just, like – I feel like they – no one ever – once it gets to a certain period, you, you look at the numbers differently. Like, you look at the numbers compared to the guys they played with. Yeah, not just exactly. the numbers versus the guys that yeah, you. So many play. people like, love to be like, "Well, Dan Fouts is in the Hall of Fame with these numbers." So Matt Stafford, no. Yeah, Matt but Stafford, he was compared to who he's playing against, so they're not going to have. They're not going to add twenty quarterbacks to the Hall dude, of Fame. Like, even you know, last year, last year was Matt Stafford's best year of his whole career. That's what all this Hall of Fame thing is being based on. And who was better than Rodgers, Mahomes, Josh Allen? I think Kyler Murray probably had a better year than him. Justin Herbert, like, like. You know, uh, the mammoths and the baboos. Like, he, he, he's not that. It's okay to be a Rams Hall of Famer. It's okay to retire with a Super Bowl ring and, and be, you know, somebody has to not make the Hall of Fame for the Hall of Fame to mean something. I'll Maybe. say this. I'd rather Donovan McNabb have made the Hall of Fame than Matt Stafford. I support that. 
And I and I, I hated the Eagles when Donovan McNabb was on. Oh, I hate it. You need to like. He has have, a has. I'm trying to think of. Do you think there's more? Because you've lived in this area to know enough. For like a team's all-time quarterback, is it, of an all team's all-time quarterback ever been hated more than McNabb is hated by Eagles fans? Um. I was gonna say Jake Plummer in Denver, but I feel like John Elway is probably the role. Yeah, I, was gonna say, I don't know if Jake Plummer's their, their best quarterback. <laughs> um, no, nah, yeah, it's probably them. I mean, you know, the, the Detroit like, Lions. I like them by default just because of that. <laughs> dude, you know it's one of my favorite. We did like the Chucky Soup commercials. I love them. Dude, you know it's one of my favorite things. It's like, have you ever heard about how uh, the Detroit Lions and Calvin Johnson like aren't on good terms? Yeah. Uh, that's all because like they like withheld or like tried to like like charge him for like a signing bonus because of his retirement. It's like all these players have retired before like Andrew Luck Colts didn't ask for a cent back. And I I remember I was like, I don't think this is like a racism thing. I think this is just a broke ass fucking team thing. You know what I mean? It was cool. I gotta say this weekend was cool seeing that stadium packed. Like yeah I don't know if I've seen that my entire life. Dude they said that was their fans were great. That was their first non-Thanksgiving home sellout since 2017. I saw that. That's, That's crazy in the NFL, dude. Yeah. It was cool. They were great. Uh, you ever been to game. Michigan? No. I have. I went to a Michigan State versus Oregon college game day, three versus five game. Oh, that was probably and awesome. I, yeah, and I went to – my sister was an assistant track coach. At, or yeah, a, she, was a grad, right? she was a graduate uh, track coach at uh, uh, Michigan State. And I went there, we went to the college game day, and then I, uh, the next day was NFL Sunday, or I went and uh, went to a, a tavern called the Nut House to watch the Packers play the Bears home opener. Um, when my sister picked me up, she asked me how it was, so me, me and the regulars, we were, we were oh, chit-chatting. Yeah. I've never been to a college game, though. I have For a buddy that just, his, his dream is just to have a... Herb Street sucks toes sign at a college game day. That's all he wants to do. Dude, that first guy that held up the sign with his Venmo on it at a college game day is a genius. Yeah. Genius. That guy got – because, like, that guy got a lot of money, and he deserved it. 100% deserved it. Great idea. Um, I like the Cowboys plus seven at home against the Bengals. I'll just come out and say it. Because everyone's going to – everyone's going to hammer the Bengals, I feel like. Yep. Also, so who's, who's going to be starting though? Because you, you know, Dak's done. Yeah, is he done? Done? He, not for the year, but it, like oh. for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he has, he has like a little like screws in his hand. What? They, they said like he probably won't. Most likely scenario, they're saying best case is eight weeks, but it's most likely they have a bye week. Week ten, he comes back after the bye Dude, week. I swear to God, I like I knew he broke his thumb. I swear to you, I saw something on Twitter that was like, yeah. It's going to be out for like three weeks. And I was like, what, what are you they, they just did it before this game. It's eight yeah. weeks. And then they said they buy week, week 10. So they think it'll be after also, that. Also, I don't like the bet totals, but over 43 and a half in that game's easy. No? Well, they did, they're doing that because the Cowboys just scored three points. But yeah, that's true. Um, Who was their – they still got that one guy's bet. Do you think they guy, signed somebody before that? Isn't that a big thing by your guy, Skip Bayless, that he, like, loves Dak Prescott, that he, like, pretends like Dak, Pre- like, like Dak Prescott's, like, you know, Johnny come USA? Yeah, he, I know he gets in arguments with Shannon all the time. And he loves all – and he, if you went to Oklahoma, too, he's got to act like you're the greatest thing ever, too. So now he's doing this weird thing where, like, Hurts versus Prescott, but he, like, doesn't really take a side at all. <laughs> 
I uh, I miss. I thought of this recently with your guy Bayless, and that was. Do you remember how much he used to just like jack off Tony Romo? Like Tony yes. Romo was fine. He had a good career, yeah. but like he just used to be like Tony Romo, like uh, 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 should be Hall of Fame. It's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> what? Yeah. He still does it with like Baker. He loves Baker. Um, the Raiders are minus five and a half at home against the Cardinals. Um, are the Cardinals that bad? Didn't the weren't the Cardinals like good last year? They started the year great. I think they they were like six or seven and zero. I think, and then just fell apart on the stretch. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that was what happened last year with them. Yeah, I, I, I still like, feel bad. It, it it upsets me that Mike Mayock didn't work out as the GM of the Raiders. I know. I thought he was going to be good. I let my dad. My dad hated that's Mike who, Mayock, and he, he hates him. Yeah, he always go Mike Mayock. He, it's just such a know-it-all, isn't he? And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, he just always explains stuff like you don't know anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, think I, I love him. I think no, I thought like, that was like it, the greatest into this the thought that was the greatest hire any sports teams ever had. It was Raiders, Mike Mayock to the Raiders. Wait, who thought that? The big guy. He thought it was Oh, like, that's just because that the big guy the saw that happen, and he's like, wait a minute. That means there's a world where I could be a general. <laughs> yeah, that is what it was. <laughs> I, I hate to say this. I'd kill myself if the big guy was the general manager of any team that I care about. Um, you get all those first rounders, though, in the, the like 2K. Uh, the, the Packers minus 10 at home against Who, the Packers. So you do feel like in the Raiders Cardinals one? Do you, do you have a pick on that one? I don't kind of like the Raiders. I think it's a trap, but I kind of like I have the Raiders. Tyler Murray's just played baseball, dude. Yeah. There you have it. Packers minus 10 at home against the Bears. We're taking the Packers minus 10. I like Packers too. Um, get one we, we disagree on here. We got two Monday night games. We got the Bills at home minus nine and a half against the Titans. I'll take the Bills there. Then we have the Eagles at home minus one and a half against uh, the Vikings. I have the Vikings there. I'll definitely tailgate that Eagles game. That'll be fun. You have the Vikings plus one and a half. Yep. I feel like that line's gonna flip. I feel like everyone's gonna yeah, bet on the Vikings. Oh, I think it flips by then. So. You're not worried about the flip. What's that? You're not worried about you know being on the team that the public's on like that, the Vikings. No, I don't do. I don't do go against the public on everyone, but that one I, I think so. All right, I, I put a unit on them because you just told me it's a guarantee. So, all right, fellas, this is uh, your LD and Sawyer NFL week one review. Uh, we might drop a little video on my Twitter at LDTheMan, uh, twitter.com uh, this Friday with some NFL bets for you guys. Uh, might also do a, a second podcast this week. We'll see. We'll figure that one out. I think we wanted to, but, you know, keep it up. Uh, uh, if you're an American and you cared about the queen dying, you're a weirdo. Um, and also uh, the queen dying, canceling soccer games this past weekend. It's one of the most asinine things that I've ever loved heard. it. Loved it. Well, sorry. I see. I know you're doing that. And like bits aside though, you have to agree with me that it's somewhat ridiculous to make people go to work and then be like, Oh, well, when you come home from work, you can't enjoy yourself. Cause you gotta be busy being sad about the queen. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I would have felt anything. Yeah. Even if I was feeling there. Yeah. All right. 
We'll see you guys.